Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. What makes the Carnival Cruise fun? That's up to you. Maybe it's a ride on boat, or a roller coaster at sea, or a deep tissue massage at the spa. Creole-inspired cuisine at Emerald's Bistro to laid-back bites at Guy's Burger Joint. Excursions that take you from jungle adventures to beach days at Mahogany Bay and sunsets from the top deck. Long story short, no one does fun like Carnival. Carnival. Choose fun. Ships Registry, Bahamas, Panama. Ditch the clowns on the left. And the jokers on the right. And join Michael Smirconish right here in the middle. This is the Smirconish Podcast for independent minds. In today's newsletter, you'll see coverage of tech billionaire Elon Musk visiting the southern border in Eagle Pass, Texas yesterday. He was live streaming his tour of the area to give folks a sense of what he regarded as the real situation. Musk, of course, owns Tesla and SpaceX and X. He was there in the company of U.S. Congressman Tony Gonzalez. Here's 30 seconds of what he had to say. Uh, you know, as, as an immigrant to the United States, I'm extremely pro-immigrant. Um, and I believe that uh, we need a greatly expanded uh, legal immigration system uh, and that we should uh, let anyone in the country who is hardworking and honest and uh, will be a contributor to the United States. Uh, we should have expedited legal approval for anyone who, who sort of falls in that category. Um, but then by the same token, we, we should also not be allowing... Uh, people in the country if they're, if they're breaking the law. That doesn't make sense. The law is there for a reason. Um, so, you know, I think we want to do both things. Uh, ex- what do you think of that articulation? Rodney Scott is Distinguished Senior Fellow for Border Security at the Texas Public Policy Foundation. Previously, he was the 24th Chief of the United States Border Patrol, and he joins me now. Chief, thanks so much for being here. We should note that you served three decades in a Border Patrol capacity. You served under both Republican and Democratic administrations. Thank you, Mark, for having me on this morning. I appreciate it. You know, uh, I appreciated you being a guest of mine on CNN last weekend. And in the preamble to your appearance, I went through some of the data. I led with 3.8 million And that's the number of migrant encounters at the southwest border in the last two years, according to the House Homeland Security Committee. And, you know, there's a lot of statistical information that gets bandied about. What is the data point that Rodney Scott, Chief Scott, thinks is most telling about the circumstance? How do you express it? I think a couple things. You have to look at the total encounters and CBP reports that on their website. Uh, Because this isn't just an issue in between the ports of entry. It's about flow and how much can our systems handle, if you will. Um, All customs and immigration laws are set up under the premise that we get to make conscious decisions as a country, who and what gets to enter the country. And we've staffed Customs and Border Protection to include Border Patrol in a way that that we think is reasonable um, based on tax dollars, right? Well, when you hit these massive flows, and if you go on cdp.gov right now, look at their stats and summaries, it's 2.8 million, over 2.8 million encounters uh, just this fiscal year. That takes away agents and officers from doing legitimate trade and travel inspections, from facilitating travel at, at airports, and it pulls Border Patrol agents off of actual patrol and enforcement duties. 
and really relegates them to an immigration immigration processing rule. If you can't control this flow, that literally means that we are no longer making any conscious decision as a country over who and what gets to enter our home. And that's really the crux of why the numbers matter, uh, despite like individual pictures of economic migrants, as of asylum seekers. Um, the flow has to be at a, at a level where we can actually interact with people and make conscious decisions, and we can't do that today. Chief, what is an encounter? So the term encounter actually was created during uh, COVID because under Title 42, we were not, uh, Customs and Border Protection Border Patrol was no longer, quote-unquote, arresting people by the definition of immigration law. They were just turning them around at the border. So all the term encounter means is that a Border Patrol agent or a CDP officer has interacted with somebody that has absolutely no legal basis to enter or remain in the United States. If it's un- under Title Eight, it would still be considered an arrest, uh, but all those Title 42 numbers are still in there, so they call them encounters, so you encapsulate both, uh, both looking- immigration law and Title 42. This is the Smirconish Podcast from Sirius XM. Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Listen to Michael live weekdays on POTUS, Sirius XM Channel 124, and on the SXM app. I'm looking at CBS data. They said, or reporting, Border Patrol agents apprehended roughly 140,000 migrants who crossed the U.S.-Mexico border without authorization during the first 20 days of September. When I read statistics like that and it's spoken of apprehensions or encounters, I say, well, wait a minute, that's that's only part of the picture. And we don't even know what the full picture is, because how many individuals were able to come here illegally without there being an encounter or an apprehension? Again, thank you for bringing that up, because I don't think the average American really understands how wide open and remote a lot of our border sections are 
or even in Texas where it can be close to a small town, but there's so much foliage along the river, it obstructs the agent's view. There's not a lot of technology. But specifically like Arizona right now, if you look at Arizona, um, they're averaging, or I think this last month, it was like 40,000 encounters or 260 miles of border. But one individual encounter in a remote area like Sells, Arizona, can take 10 agents out of commission pretty much for the entire shift. So that leaves hundreds of miles of border unopened. In some areas, like Arizona, under the Obama administration, the Secure Border Initiative, they ins- we installed some technology. So you can actually document the gotaways because you see them on camera. Border Patrol has documented over 1.5, almost 1.6 million documented gotaways under the Biden administration. But in South Texas, a lot of New Mexico, there is no technology. So when the agents respond to the mass groups of, of illegal aliens crossing the border, no matter what the cause, that takes them away from other sections of the border, and the cartel is exploiting that. That's where they're bringing across the narcotics, the criminals that don't want to get fingerprinted, that aren't willing to, to give up to a border patrol agent. Are, this are is, we, it just is a domino effect. There's no downside to good border security. There's a million using, downsides to having an open border. Are we using the best tools available? I mean, we live in an era of, of cameras everywhere, drone technology, uh, intelligence, artificial intelligence. Do, do you have or did you have in your capacity as chief of the U.S. Border Patrol the very best of the tools that you needed? So yes and no. Uh, no, because it, it, you could almost, you know, we have 6,000 miles of northern border, coastal borders, and the southern border. So you could almost bankrupt the country if you went to like, hey, I have to have everything. Right. However, we were making investments to get better and better constantly. Um, Right now, it's not an issue at all about the technology or the capacity. Border Patrol is identifying, like I said, just since under the Biden administration, Border Patrol has literally identified over 1.5, almost 1.6 million illegal entries that they couldn't respond to. So the technology was there. They were able to detect it, but they literally were completely out of agents. And again, this isn't really about hiring more agents to just continue to facilitate the flow. We put solutions in place under multiple different uh, or, uh, administrations in the past to slow down that flow. We need a policy change that allows agents to actually get out and patrol the border and make conscious decisions on behalf of America. Who gets to come and who doesn't? Congress Rodney, makes those rules, by the way. Border Patrol doesn't. Rodney Scott was the 24th chief of the United States Border Patrol. So you referenced the word flow, and I'm thinking – Today, it seems like South America has overtaken Central America as the point of origin for people who are coming to Mexico. I want to be like really precise as I say it. That's not the U.S. border. But I, I don't know, Chief. I, I wouldn't expect that folks are leaving South America to go to Mexico, right? Mexico's a stop along the way. They want to come to the United States. That is correct. And that's the, the traditional route. When you see on the news or you hear them talking about getting travel documents in Mexico or demanding documents from Mexican immigration as they come in on the southern end of Mexico, um, that literally just gives them the ability to move through Mexico freely. And historically, there's tons of data out there to show it. Uh, about 90% of those people are coming up to the southwest border. They're going to come into the United States either legally or illegally. Um, they're going to try to exploit that CBP-1 app and, and uh, try to claim asylum. If they can't get into that list, they will just cross it between the borders illegally. Um, but they're not staying in Mexico. And it's 
And, I, and it is a lot from South America now, but it's also the entire country of the world. It's over 160 different nations. How reliable a partner is Mexico in stopping this flow? Um, I, I hate to say it, but not reliable at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reason I say that the cartel has a huge amount of influence in Mexico, and it's easy for us to to like wave that off. But I mean, their level of influence is well, they'll try to bribe government officials, but if the government officials don't go along with them, they will literally kill them, kill their families. It, it's it's very brutal. So the U.S. has always had to acknowledge that, and then in some way compete with it through tariffs through threats of taking away visas. Uh, It doesn't sound nice, but that's the only way that you could get the Mexican government to actually step up. And all we've ever asked them to do under any administration is enforce their own laws. It's illegal to be in Mexico without legal documentation. It's illegal to travel through Mexico. It's illegal to help people that are there illegally. And we've actually gotten Mexico to really step up in the past, set up checkpoints, uh, stop, stop the people from riding the trains, which is illegal. Things like that have made a huge, huge difference. And that's allowed both the Mexicans and the U.S. to focus on the cartel threat and the narcotics. Um, But currently, there's no pressure like that taking place. This is the Smirconish Podcast from Sirius XM. Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Listen to Michael live weekdays on POTUS. Sirius XM Channel 124 and on the SXM app. Last week, the journal Science published a study, an analysis that said the cartels employ 175,000 people in Mexico, making this the country's fifth largest employer. Does that sound about right to you based on your past experience? It does sound about right. And it's, I want people to think about that for a minute, how influential they are. Uh, the Former President Vicente Fox was in California just a few months ago, um, and he made similar statements about the threat of the cartel and how they really control pretty large parts of Mexico now. So it's not hyperbole. It's not warmongering, anything like that. It's it's people within Mexico identifying this huge and continually growing threat, not just to Mexico, but starting to be against us as well. Chief, my view of it is that by the time they get to our border, we've already lost because that we're, we're never going to be able to be buttoned up entirely the way that we would hope that we could. And therefore, there, there's got to be some effort. And I don't know what it is. I don't know what the what the solution is at the point of origin, whether it's Central America or whether it's uh, Latin America, South America. But like, how do you stop the, the point of origin? There is no silver bullet. Wouldn't that be nice? I agree with you fully, though. It has to be what we used to call pushing the borders out. 
So we definitely need border security. We need to be able to identify and know who and what is coming into the country. The quickest way to slow down that flow is just to make sure there's actually consequences for crossing illegally and that people don't get released into the United States until a judge says that it's okay. But slowing down the flow farther out is also possible. So over uh, many, many years, we've built relationships with, with not just Mexico, but with Panama, with Honduras, with El Salvador, these other countries. We've helped them build up their law enforcement. I do think there's a huge push, um, or it should continue to be a huge push economically as well, to uh, encourage uh, corporations to invest in these countries so that people don't feel like they need to grow uh, poppy as opposed to coffee or something more legitimate. It is a multiple-pronged approach, but the only thing that you can control as an actual government is you. We influence other governments and try to make things better there, but at the bottom line, the Department of Homeland Security is funded by taxpayers to secure the border here in the United States. So everything else helps, but we're not really doing that most important key step right now, uh, unfortunately. Thanks for being so gracious with your time. Just two more, if I may. You say there shouldn't be release without a judge saying so. My impression is that if, if you make it across the border, if and, and, and we know that you've made it across the border, no one's ever coming to look for you unless you break the law and probably in a violent way. Am I wrong in that? So today you are 100% accurate. Uh, one of the first things this administration did was greatly restrict Immigration and Customs Enforcement's ability uh, to arrest people that are in the country illegally. They put out a whole new priority uh, priority listing, and only the most egregious criminal activity uh, would result in in a deportation or even a deportation proceeding. Um, So really, and then on top of that, even worse now, because that combined with the catch and release created this massive flow, many of those ICE agents that should be working in the interior, in the countries, identifying gang members that are illegally here, identify all these threats, they have been relegated to actually processing these asylum claims right alongside Border Patrol and CBP. So really, we have very, very little interior enforcement going on right now. Let me go back to where I began with Chief Rodney Scott. I played that Musk clip. He speaks for me when he talks about the balance, because I, I, I think we do need the influx of immigration. Our labor pool requires it. But by the same token, he doesn't want to allow people who aren't playing by the rules. How, how do you sum it up? I mean, give me the world according to you in 30 or 60 seconds as to what should be the overall philosophy. I, I actually agree. And I want to remind people, the United States Border Patrol used to be part of Immigration and Naturalization Service. We were trained from day one that what we were really doing was also helping to protect the legal immigration system of the United States so that we could continue to be a welcoming nation. But all laws are based on a premise that you can actually enforce them. So now when we start talking about immigration laws, who should be allowed in, who shouldn't, if we can't control the initial entry and make a conscious decision based on those laws, enforcing those laws, then it's really a joke. They don't matter. And unfortunately, that's what's going on today. We have got to secure the border, and then we can have an adult conversation about expanding uh, our immigration laws or how we deal with DACA or how we deal with many of these other issues. But those conversations are really a joke if you don't even have the ability to enforce them. Rodney Scott, Distinguished Senior Fellow for Border Security at the Texas Public Policy Foundation, former chief of the U.S. Border Patrol. Thank you so much. That was really beneficial. 
Thank you for having me on. I appreciate the uh, the open dialogue, and thank you for what you do. Thank you, Chief. Rodney Scott, ladies and gentlemen. Hear more of Michael Smirconish on Sirius XM's POTUS, Channel 124. Live weekdays from 9 a.m. to noon east or anytime on the SXM app. Connect with Michael on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and at Smirconish.com. Michael Smirconish for Independent Minds. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. What makes a Carnival Cruise fun? A picture-perfect beach day at Cozumel or a tropical adventure to Mayan ruins with snorkel excursion for good measure. A delectable surf and turf at sea. Topped off with craft cocktails at Alchemy Bar. Now, get some Z's. You never know what tomorrow will bring. Why? Because no one does fun like Carnival. Carnival. Choose fun. Ships Registry, Bahamas, Panama.